So let's talk about being creative here in the Hudson Valley. I don't feel necessarily more creative since I moved from the city. I mean, I was highly motivated there. I was stimulated. I was prolific. But here, I feel a different flavor of creativity. And the stimuli is different. And even my process is different. Does, does that make any sense? That makes a lot of sense. I think for lack of a better word, the energy here is different. And I think it brings out different aspects of a person's creativity. There's an expansiveness to the landscape here that brings out an expansiveness of thoughts. At least for me, when I'm in New York City, I feel there's this enormous human energy there. And when I'm here, the slower pace, I think it cultivates a different sense of thought or a different sense of what I want out of my work. I like having the Hudson Valley as my home base and then going to the city when I want to draw some of that human energy because I find that's just a much more natural way for me to work and to have like the the clarity and the spaciousness of Hudson Valley creativity and then to tap into the human aspect of Manhattan creativity. Human energy versus space. Nice. It's a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it One park, two lose half an ounce of an idiot Ordered a Manhattan and they call me a city, yeah At first I hurt my feelings but it's kinda got her into it When you move to the country they can tell when you're new to it I'm looking at a place but I'm trying to keep fitting in It takes too long to be a local so for now I'm a city, yeah I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 94. So I'm really drawn to other creative people. On the one hand, meeting them inspires me to keep working, to keep creating, to keep pushing, and also the high standards and craft that one can achieve, if you will, sweat it out and really keep at it. On the other hand, other creative people can be a little intimidating, and usually I have a little guilt. Like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. Worse, I'm a sellout for not committing my entire life and career to my art. But then most creative people I know basically all have double lives in their careers and their interests. And I realize I'm insane and I can just be a part of it all. So I join it all. I'm a joiner, especially online. I'm in like 10 different Slack communities for marketers, content creators, podcasters, entrepreneurs, upstaters. So I was pretty excited to hear about ConnectHV, a new website for creative people in the Hudson Valley. I signed up right away, and I got talking to the founder, Jordan, who was happy to come on Cityit. I guess this is my online community, to talk about ConnectHV and about being creative up here. I think it's a really fun, thoughtful conversation. We talk about Jordan's idea of digital terroir and what place means. He's building a network of networks, a homegrown network to help connect the Hudson Valley creative community, using the past of what already has been started as soil for what the future can be. Jordan has a very broad definition of creative person as well. Basically, anyone who adds value and doesn't destroy. I think you'll want to hear all about ConnectHV, and I think you'll enjoy meeting Jordan.
Hi, Jordan. Hi, Matt. Yeah, thanks for coming to City It. I'd love to start with your relationship to the Hudson Valley, since we don't know each other before before this month. Sure. So my name is Jordan Koshai. I've lived in the Hudson Valley for uh, basically my entire life, 34 years. Uh, I went away to college for four years, and that just reinforced my sense that I wanted to be back here. Uh, but in my time here, I started off in Ulster County. I lived in Wallkill, then New Paltz, and then I've lived in Beacon and now Poughkeepsie, um, which is where I live with my Hudson Valley wife and Hudson Valley kids. You you should become a Dutchess County ambassador instead of me. I think I want to. It, like, it sounds like a really interesting job. <laughs> my friends from away always tease me about how like I switch into Hudson Valley mode if they're ever around, and all of a sudden I'm like in full tour guide mode, and they're like, we just wanted to hang out. We didn't want to hear like the history of Eleanor Roosevelt's involvement in Poughkeepsie. Oh, really? I want to talk about Eleanor Roosevelt all the time. <laughs> you use the phrase um, from away too, which I also heard in Maine, where they refer to everybody from not from Maine as from away. Oh, that's interesting. That wasn't a conscious choice, but I guess I do kind of divide the world into people from the Hudson Valley and people not from the Hudson Valley. <laughs> New Yorkers do the same thing. <laughs> well, since you, you've been always from here, except when you went away for college, I guess, what, what do you notice about newcomers like, like me, if anything? They're bringing in an energy that I think helps the Hudson Valley quite a bit. Oh, good. Um, you don't hate us. I feel you like... Don't hate us. Don't, no, definitely don't hate newcomers. Everyone here either was new at one point or their parents or grandparents or someone was new at some points. My, my parents didn't come from the Hudson Valley. They moved from elsewhere. I think that we need the constant influx of new energy I think we are blessed by the fact that we have a lot of space. And so it's a little bit less risky than in a city where everything is dense and compact. As you get new people in, it tends to change the tone of the place. Whereas the Hudson Valley, I think, has a bit more room uh, to absorb people and to bring those people in. We also benefit from the fact that when people move to the Hudson Valley, it's generally because there's something about the valley that speaks to them and they want to be part of the scene that's here. It's not necessarily that they want to like come in and change it it's that there's something about the hudson valley that they either want to be part of the creative scene here or they like the space or they like the landscape or they like the people i think that helps us a lot so we need a mix we need people who've been here for a long time and we need people who are brand new but want to integrate into the community and do you hear much about the backlash i hear about it only now and then like after the pandemic the streets got a little crowded real estate prices go up i totally get it but i can never tell whether it's really a majority or minority I hear about it mostly in terms of real estate prices. Yeah. My wife and I, we had our first child like five days before the lockdown started. And so we'd already been thinking about buying a house. We'd been renting an apartment near Beacon. And it <laughs> we were just thinking like, this could be the worst timing in the world. The real estate prices are skyrocketing <laughs> at exactly the time that we had always intended to buy a house. Uh, thankfully, it worked out. Um, but most of the time when I hear anything about a backlash, it's because of uh, the real estate prices changing. Right. Let's talk about how we met through Connect HV. It's something you've started. I guess I would love you if you could explain to folks um, what it is and why you started it. Connect HV is a website where anyone with a Hudson Valley zip code can sign up, create a profile, showcase their work through visuals or words or whatever else they want. And the intention is that we should have a database of people doing interesting work in the Hudson Valley where you can search by uh, talent or skill and by location. So I could look up people who are graphic designers in Ulster County or podcasters in Hudson or uh, filmmakers in the whole Hudson Valley. And my idea is that 
we have so many people doing interesting creative work here and excellent creative work here, but it's really hard to find the people doing that. Like if you're a filmmaker in Beacon and you need a composer for uh, the music on your latest short film, maybe the perfect person lives in Kingston, but if you don't get to Kingston or you never cross paths with that person, it doesn't matter if that person lives nearby, if you never run into them. I want to create the infrastructure that allows people to have those like creative serendipitous connections that you would get much more easily in a denser urban place. What kind of people are you seeing join so far? Seeing a lot of photographers, a lot of designers, seeing some software engineers. I'm currently actively looking for more people in food and drink to join, more people who are in the business world. I have a very broad definition of creative, and I'm trying to kind of evangelize that definition of it. People tend to think creative in terms of like you're a designer, you're a photographer, you're a writer. I think you are creative if the work that you do enhances or creates value in the world. Uh, so I can actually think of very few jobs that wouldn't count as creative jobs. I think if you're not actively destroying something, you're probably a creative. <laughs> and so I, I want this to be a network of anyone who cares about the region, cares about the people near them, and uh, yeah, isn't actively destroying value. Oh, that's hilarious. And what about digital terroir? I saw you use that term and I was kind of intrigued by it. I like, I like a good phrase. That's an idea I've been fascinated by for a while. I gave a talk on this at Catskills Conf quite a few years ago. Catskills Conf was a tech conference held at the Ashokan Center in the middle of the woods. And it would bring tech folks from New York City and beyond. Terroir in the culinary world is the idea that where you grow something, it influences the flavor and the characteristics of that thing. Grapes from California create wine that tastes like California. Grapes from the Hudson Valley create wine that tastes like the Hudson Valley. As more things move towards being software instead of things that are truly grown or made in the soil, I think we're losing a sense of place. There was a time when if you turn on the radio in your car, if you were in Woodstock, it would be different than if you were in like San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. Now you turn on the radio in your car, no matter where you are, you're going to hear the same, the same five artists and the same 20 songs. And I think we've lost something there. Similarly, if all of our technology is made in the same three cities worldwide, it all starts to flatten and look the same. A website that's made in San Francisco looks exactly the same as a website that's made in New York or London or El Salvador or what have you. I'm fascinated by the idea that maybe we can have technology or software that is imbued with the flavor and characteristics of the place where it's made. And I want Connect HV to be a testing ground for that. The idea that maybe if we have a website that's made completely and thoroughly in the Hudson Valley, we can give it some of the Hudson Valley sensibilities. We can have it feel a little more local and a little bit less global, a little bit more slow and thoughtful rather than moving fast and breaking things. Maybe it smells like and apples I, and cider. Oh, I wish. I wish I wish we had smell of vision and I could change it seasonally and in the summer it would it would smell a little bit different than in the fall. <laughs> I want the world to have personality and flavor and I don't want everything to have this flat Instagram aesthetic that makes a coffee shop in Beacon and a coffee shop in San Diego look exactly the same because it photographs yeah. well. I yeah. want things to feel like they are from a place. And I still don't know if this is possible. Like, I don't know if I'm succeeding at making a website that feels like the Hudson Valley. Um, because at the end of the day, it's all code. And I think code doesn't really have a flavor or personality. But I'm hoping that just the fact that I think of myself as a thoroughly Hudson Valley person, and I'm the only person working on this project right now, maybe some of myself will make it into this project. And hopefully, 
some of all the people who join will also make it into the project. Uh, the Hudson Valley to me has so many different flavors that I've picked up at different times. There's the idea of the river. There's the farms. If you think about the Catskills, there's the mountains. If you're from that side, there's the history, which has a very strong revolution, colonial, that period. But it has other periods as well. It also has like the IBM period, you know, of the 80s, you know, which really changed the 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 flavor and the workforce here. Even other rural podcasts, when I compare mine to others, are doing cousin-like things, but it's definitely a different flavor. There's the cabin cast, which I really like in Wisconsin. And they are all about creating a podcast that you drive on the way to your cabin. And it's, so it's a very like Wisconsin, Michigan type thing. And they're kind of doing what I'm doing. Like it's about getting away and it's about ex- discovering new and it's, it's, a, it's a rural podcast. And then there's farm podcasts from like in Georgia that are very different rural revival in the Midwest. So I, I think there is distinction out there, even if we are, have some things in common. I grapple with the idea that even if something is imbued with the character of the Hudson Valley, would you be able to tell? If you've never lived in Wisconsin or upstate New York and you listen to both of those podcasts, would you understand the difference or would you have to be from one of those places to get the distinction? And I don't know if it matters. It's more of just a thought exercise for myself. Like, What is it that makes a place a place? I don't know. And have you seen any interesting collaborations since you started Connect HV from these folks coming together. I've had a chance to meet a lot of people doing work in this space, uh, which is wonderful because uh, it turns out there are lots of people thinking in this direction right now, and we need we need as many flavors of this idea as we can. So there's Hutsey, um, which is essentially Netflix, but specifically for the Hudson Valley. River Valley Guild uh, is doing phenomenal work having uh, live events and having get-togethers of people doing creative work in the region. Um, Hudson Community Incubator is great. They've got an online platform where you can join. I love and, them. Yeah. Um, they're doing exceptional work, uh, just connecting business owners and entrepreneurs. You could always go to LinkedIn for something like that, but LinkedIn just doesn't quite get it. It also lumps us all in as New York metro area, which isn't right. Hudson Community Incubator has tapped into something really excellent and true, which is that the Hudson Valley needs something like that, but that's not cringy. And I think they're doing just an extraordinary job of making that happen. I'll put links to all three of those in the in the show notes in the episode page. Yeah. My dream is that there are all these networks like those starting up. And what we need is a network of networks so that if someone is involved in Hutsey, let's say, but not Hudson Community Incubator, we should have a layer that connects all of those groups so that we can also do stuff together where it makes sense. And then to become a member of Connect HV, do you need to like as a subscription or do you pay or how does it work? Right now it's entirely free. My intention is anyone who lives in the Hudson Valley should be able to sign up uh, forever. It should never be a paid service. It's a totally fair question. I think if anything is ever free, you should always ask where is the where is the value for the person making it? My idea is that eventually if enough people are using it, if a company wants to hire from the Hudson Valley, they should be able to maybe pay a small, like a nominal fee to be able to search the database or yep. to be able to post um, like, hey, we're IBM, we're looking for designers, we're specifically for designers in the Dutchess County area. I'm, I'm very comfortable with if IBM wants to pay, sure. If you're just a person who lives here, you should be able to use it free in perpetuity. Yeah, that's great. And what is your professional background before you were even doing this? Uh, I am a designer and software engineer. Uh, I work. Uh, I've worked at a variety of startups. Now I'm at a big tech company because um, my last startup got acquired. So by day I do similar work 
Um, I'm not sure that I recommend that you have a hobby or a side project that's basically the same as your day job. That's a great recipe <laughs> for burnout. So I try not to, I try not to do too many like night and weekend hours. So how did Connect HP start? I've been chasing this idea for about a decade now. This is actually my third iteration on this. Around, I guess, 2017, I was working on a project called Hudson Valley Talent Base, which is a similar idea, but it, it approached the problem with a solution orthogonal to the current one. It was really focused on the idea of showcasing your work, but it wasn't a sound approach because what would happen is the homepage would just show like the latest work by people. And if you're a novelist, you probably spend three or four years on a single project and you're doing all this work, but what, you only post it once? That's just not that interesting. Mm. And so it had some traction, but it wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. Then I had I had two kids. I realized I didn't have enough time to devote to that. And I have a somewhat editorial background. I was the uh, managing editor for a tech publication. And I thought, maybe I'll do a more editorial thing. I'll find people whose work I admire. I'll interview them and showcase their work found pretty quickly that's actually way more work that was creative hudson valley which was my online publication of just showcasing people doing cool stuff yeah and i got burnt out on that after about a year just it's way more work to go and interview someone and to assemble the pictures and to do the editing i'm sure you know better than most that that's a pretty heavy lift i, I couldn't shake the idea that we need this this like digital infrastructure layer this for lack of a better word a social network and so i started tinkering on this project again and now it's gaining traction. And this is this is kind of the real one. This is the real iteration of this idea that it collects all of the other ideas that I've been thinking about and puts them into a single package that I'm able to work on. That's I think people underappreciate from a creative person's point of view that it's not always the the one idea, but it's an iterative process. And sometimes we are we do one thing that leads to another to another, and we're we're good with that. Like we'll sunset one podcast to start another one, and we're building towards something. Or this, I did this with my book. I need to do it because I need to get to the next one, and each one is important, um, but they all lead to something for a reason, and it helps our craft by doing. But um, a lot of folks are always wonder why we we drop something and move on to something else. But it's it's very on purpose. We sometimes burn out from it, and sometimes it's because it leads us to the next thing. And the next thing is is better because of it. Yeah. To borrow from our conversation about terroir, the past failed ideas become the soil in which the new idea grows. Oh, and it, nice. it would be great. It would be awesome to have jumped to like the current version of Connect HV right away. But I think I needed 10 years of failed attempts that like didn't quite get it right. Because like the current version would not exist without those past versions. That's, That's the Hudson Valley in a nutshell. Not to not to put too fine a point on it, but like the tech and creative community here is largely built on the infrastructure that went in when IBM's heyday was here. And so we have all this infrastructure that really comes from this thing that isn't so huge anymore, but we still get to use a lot of like the, the fiber from them. We get well, to and use the, music the roads industry. that we to support them. Yeah, sure. absolutely. And I love the idea that a hundred years from now, if the world is still around, whoever is thinking about these things in the Hudson Valley in a hundred years, is going to be growing in the soil that we're producing right now. Wow, that's our next book. We should write this. <laughs> so Jordan, I ask everybody, my brother-in-law got me asking this question, what's your favorite secret go-to place in the Hudson Valley? You can't say Poets Walk, and you can't say Walkway Over the Hudson, or I'll kill you. So for natural places, I grew up going to Lake Minnewaska, 
Mm. Um, I think everyone knows Lake Minnewaska at this point, but there's something about going on a quiet weekday morning when it's maybe a little bit rainy out and so no one else is there and just standing by the water. That's it's exquisite and inspiring. And apparently the the last Fleet Foxes album was partially written, uh, inspired by that place. Ooh, slick. Yeah. Um, and then for, for human places, I really like Rough Draft in Kingston. I know everyone yeah. really likes Rough Draft in Kingston, but there's something about being in this very old building surrounded by the smell of beer, coffee, and books all at the same time. Not to mention it's, that is the only intersection in all of North America where all four corners are occupied by colonial or pre-colonial buildings. There's just something about like the age and the fact that so many lives have been lived there that I, there's just something that makes me want to like go there all the time, especially in the fall. Yeah, I love that. I'd love that place. There's and they they sold my book um two years ago. There's a little plaque actually about the four corners, the four stone buildings, and the the bar is really you know it's a bar and bookstore for those that don't know, and it's right on a side street just off the the main drag. And the owners are really wonderful, and they've really yeah. built a wonderful business there. And Kingston just has a lot of new things coming in every every year. Yeah, yeah, Kingston is extraordinary. Definitely visit Rough Draft if you're in town. Yeah, first capital of New York. In the valley moved up from the city It's a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it One park was half an ounce of an idiot Ordered a Manhattan and they called me a city yet yeah. At first it hurt my feelings but it's kinda got a ring to it When you move to the country they can tell when you're new to it I'm looking at a place but I'm trying to keep fitting in It takes too long to be a local so for now I'm a city yet yeah. I'm a city yet yeah. I'm a city yet yeah.